We got new boots and I'm so thrilled. They're Tacova's boots. And you know why I'm so excited about getting Tacova's boots and why I was so happy to get mine why? in the mail? Because why? the girlies from Potomac went to the Tacova store in the most recent season of Real Houses of Potomac. And I was like, if Robin and Karen have Tacovas, I want Tacovas. Well, I have a good reason too, because I've been doing a bunch of line dancing and I didn't have any cowboy boots. And so I got my Tacovas. Oh. And let me tell you, the difference it makes to be dancing in cowboy boots. Huge. On the line dancing floor. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. So you can really smack the floor and swing around. You need cowboy boots. Yeah, I didn't get cowboy boots. I got Chelsea boots, but they're great. They're brown. Oh, my God. I can't wait to see them. They're just, I like taking them on and off. They're so lovely. They're kind of a beautiful leather. They're beautiful leather. Well, they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. They've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. It's true because cowboy boots can be a little bit hard to mm -hmm. break in. Yep. You know? Yep. Mine, I was swinging around, no pain. <laughs> no pain. And Tacova's is Western to their core. They offer a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples like trucker jackets, the perfect jeans, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it. They'll get you outfitted. They believe in Western for all. And you can feel that when you go into their stores. When you walk in, you'll be greeted like family. I saw them do it to the girlies from the Real House of Potomac. It seemed like they were being greeted like family. You'll be offered a boot shine and a drink. Yes, even the hard stuff if you prefer. And you can get custom fitted for a new pair of boots. But if you can't make it into a store, Tacova's delivers the most premium quality and the most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. You will drive yeah. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is Gal Gadot and her many, many celebrity friends singing Imagine. Hey guys. Day six in uh, self-quarantine. And I gotta say that um, these past few days uh, got me feeling a bit philosophical. I'm not gonna play the full thing, like chill out. Can you though? Imagine there's no heaven. Maybe I can play the whole thing. Easy if you try. No hell below us. Yeah, we're watching the whole thing. Above us only sky. Imagine all the people. Who's your favorite, though, in this list? <laughs> like, who did you gasp at? I think Natalie Portman. I and like Amy Adams though when she sang seriously. <laughs> like Amy like Amy Adams pulled it out. To do. Nothing they There's... kill or die for. Imagine all the people. I like when they gave the hard parts to the singers. Like when Nora Jones got a hard part. The the Sia thing is funny because it's like why did she use both front-facing and rear-facing cameras? She's a pro. <laughs> the bathtub. The desk plopped on the bathtub. Who was that? See, Amy Adams. Oh, that was Amy Adams. Yeah, that was amazing. The Amy Adams part was surprising, but also, like, Amy Adams, of course she's there, you know? She's there, and it's nice that she's there. So you're saying in this whole video, like, you saw Amy Adams, and you're like, aw, I get it. Oh, oh. No need for greed and hunger. What I wanted to say yeah, is that yeah. 
world of man. Pedro Pascal is in a drug rug. <laughs> the problem the with this video, I have to say, is it just, is it over yet? Everyone needs to be in a drug. Is it over? It never ends. The problem it with this video ends. is that it reminds you. Hold on. I didn't realize that Cara Delevingne was yes, with. Yes, she's with. Uh, fucking Kaya Gerber. Yeah, and like they Margaret Qualley. So Why aren't they social distancing? They're not. They're all together. Do you think this was Gal Gadot's idea? Like, 100%. did she have too much smart water and got too smart? hundred <laughs> percent. That she was like, I gotta do this. This is my this is my time to shine. She drank so much smart water, and then she was like, I'm so smart now, and my best idea is that I should get all of my celebrity friends to sing, to imagine. Sing imagine. The the thing is, is when I watch this, I kept thinking like, this is utterly like lame. But can you imagine saying no to this if somebody asked you? Like, you can't say no. Well, I feel like you would need like anchor celebrities. So Gal Gadot has her her bud. So she Kristen Wiig, she just made the Wonder Woman movie with her Marvel community probably oh, all said yes immediately, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 to Wonder Woman. If you're going to Amy Adams, well maybe Amy Adams is going to say yes to everything because she's like, "Oh, I'll do my best." But if you're going to a lot of other people, Aww. you want to say XYZ uh and D celebrities already said yes and I have these. Yeah. You know, like right. you don't want to go right. out like Gal Gadot, I don't think has enough power on her own. Cause it's like, mm -hmm. why the fuck is Gal Gadot emailing me to do Imagine? But if you say, oh, Gal Gadot just sent me videos that Natalie Portman, Kristen Wiig, and Will Ferrell did, I might be more inclined to do it. You know? Oh, yeah. No, you got to do it because you're like, whoa, that's, I'm going to be pulled <laughs> up with that A list talent. The thing that annoys me about this, like aside from just like the pure obviousness of, of why it's annoying, is. You're seeing how like com like quarantine is like relative to how comfortable you are in your right. in your house and like all, so of, all of those celebrities have, they have space like, to go sing this right like Natalie Portman's at her like house in Montecito she like walks out to her like grand yard one of her five yards and like records her little ditty yeah. you know shout out that's to, um, all that I can think of shout out to Kate Raft who did a very good little deep dive on her Twitter about like going into the the homes of the celebrities right, <laughs> and I where inside their ourselves. homes they are recording, presumably. Yeah. This one, someone, she said, Natalie definitely filmed her coronavirus awareness John Lennon singing clip from her weird robot $6.5 million mansion in Montecito. And someone yeah, yeah, responded yeah. to her, gotta admit, as much as the whole thing pisses me off, rich out-of-touch aristocrats singing vague platitudes from their mansions is the spirit of the original song. What with Lennon filming his in this all-white room in his mansion? It's true. It's like, it's true. It's in Imagine's DNA. If your if your Imagine video leads me to the real estate listing that you bought your house from, like I'm okay with that because that <laughs> took me to a place. Are you, you know, and that's what she's doing here. My favorite thing is going to the real estate listing. Right. I love looking at these tweets because it's like, oh, Kristen Wiig's $3 million architectural horrific Pasadena mansion. Now that's what I'm looking for. Maybe this is my my own like neurotic behavior. But like, have you ever been to like uh, uh, an apartment that's really, really nice or a house that's really, really nice? And it's like, and then they're older and you know, they own it. And you're like, when I get home, I'm going to go to the Zillow for this. And then you do. Yeah, and you're yeah. like, yep, what I expected. Yeah. Uh-huh. True heads go while they're still at the house. If <laughs> on the phone. Oh, I've done it in a bathroom before. Yeah, right. Where's your bathroom? <laughs> Pulls up straight. But like, you know where the bathroom is because you <laughs> already looked at the blueprints. Oh, I know the blueprints, baby. You're like, oh, uh, I know where the bathroom is. Never mind. 
<laughs> anyway, if we can do this for normal people, we can do it for celebrities. I, 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 it's like, it's from a good place, I guess, but it's also from like a completely out of touch place, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I don't know. Was there a call to action in the post that she posted? Like, okay, we sang Imagine, now go give money or now go gaga. No, 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 no. Like, was there any call to action or was it just like, here we are? Th- and also the thing about these people, they will never understand that they are being ridiculed right now. I don't think they'll ever really get it. No, they'll never see that. It's fine. And they don't need to see it. Okay, so she posted it. We are in this together. We will get through it together. Let us imagine together. Sing with us, Blackheart. All love to you from me and my dear friends, Kristen Wiig, Jamie Dornan. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's literally just let me show you my friends and that I can manipulate them into singing this song for you. I love scrolling through There's and seeing no... celebrities who didn't get the call. Like Jessica Chastain just commented, this is so beautiful, but like, where was her call? Why isn't she on well, this? Maybe she, was, maybe she got a call, but she was busy. Well, they already had one. I would have written. They already gave it to Amy Adams. You can't have so Amy Adams So sorry, I wasn't able to. So sorry. I would, I would comment like, oh, oh, that's what, oh, so sorry. I wasn't able to contribute or like, or <laughs> who's sorry, gonna, I missed you. Who's going to Love this heart, you. heart. Right. right. That's what you should comment that as Who Weekly. Can you write, can you comment as Who Weekly like, we'll get you next time, XX or something. I want to be like implying that we were invited. Well, definitely. Sorry we missed your FaceTime. We'll definitely do the next one. Kissy face. (laughs) Yeah. Kissy with the heart (laughs) coming out. Kissy with the heart coming out of the lips. (laughs) With the heart coming out of the lips. Yeah. Kiss, kiss. Yeah. Sorry we missed your FaceTime. We'll definitely do the next one. Heart coming out yes, of the lips, yeah. kissy face. The next, the next one. <laughs> there are so many them's in this video, but there's like one who. So before we stop talking about this horrendous video, who's Lindsay? Who's the major? So who there's in this video? one who that everybody's been like asking about. That the thing is, Gal, she posted like on her thing. She posted all the names, so you can look up who he is. Sorry, that was my computer making a little ding, but uh, you can see who he is. His name is Eddie Benjamin, and he is Maddie Ziegler's Australian boyfriend. Maddie Ziegler of Dance Moms fame. And he is in the band. He's in some bands. He's 16. Oh, my God. He's 16 years old. Um, <laughs> and he's in uh, with a band called he's in a band called Hayes Trio. My question is, how is he connected to Gal Gadot? How does Gal Gadot find this 16 year old? To be in her Imagine video. The problem is now all the things that are written about it are, are about this fucking cover okay but is it is it rude of me to assume that an answer to this question is sometimes we have the same agent slash manager totally oh no 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 totally where it's gals managers like can you just throw this kid in there because i represent him like totally that doesn't seem unreasonable right like whenever there's an funny is you're getting like a swath of like just other jewish star other jewish (laughs) a-listers like you have i'm serious like you had your like you had your Aunt Natalie, Natalie Portman, Portman. Yeah. you had your Sarah Silverman. Like you can tell who Gal Gadot is like adjacent to in this video a little mm-hmm. bit, aside from just the Marvel universe or the yeah. DC universe. Well, I called her Marvel. She's DC. I fucked up, but yeah, it's fine. Um. Anyways, I wonder what, if anyone knows the connection, I guess call. I mean, who? Oh, you know, we'll be sick of this <laughs> before the day's over. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. And the world will be as one. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. Medium time, first time. Um, I'm just calling with regards to the Julie LaPlaca and Bachelor Pete story. So the reason why everyone was really insistent on finding, you know, quote unquote, like who the bachelor
Bachelor ends up with is because there is a longtime spoiler account, um, Reality Steve, and his big claim to fame was he was the first one to report on Jason Mesnick, who was the first Bachelor to switch from his, like, original pick to his runner-up. Um, he called that ending, um, and so every season since then, he's spoiled it. And this was the first season, I think, in all ever since then, that he didn't have an ending. He had no idea who won. Um, he didn't know what was going on. Um, and then couple that with the fact that um, Pete kept telling everyone, he's like, this season will never be spoiled. It's unpredictable. I don't even know how it ends. So a lot of people were thinking maybe – you know, if it was going to be like a first time ever event, he actually ended up with a producer. Um, and I think those people um, are probably big Sherry Appleby fans and just were watching a lot of Unreal. Um, that's kind of standard for production to spend a lot of time with the lead. Um, this specific producer has worked a lot with the leads in the past. So um, I don't think there's anything romantic there, but I don't know. I guess it wouldn't be like unprecedented if they probably smooched a little bit. Anyway, that's all I have to say. Uh, good one, Bella Thorne. Crunch, crunch. I knew there was more. I mean, there's obviously so much more. But there's a lot going on. They mm-hmm. just suspended filming of the newest one, too. So a lot of TV shows are going to be. I mean, uh, this is like the least important thing that could ever be affected by this. But TV is going to be mad staggered. Like, your faves are not coming back for a while. It's going to take a really long time to get back production, get like get production going again you know especially after whatever happens i wonder what the the tv strategies are going to be like just a lot of reruns you know <laughs> like are they just yeah, gonna pull no, stuff I out know. of the vault for in that weird well, the weird like turnover area between we all emerge out of quarantine to shows are finished with production you know part of me thinks that somebody's gonna like not invent but figure out a way to to do something while this to tape something and we're gonna get some sort of newfangled type of entertainment you're talking about quibi like, you're talking about quibi i mean <laughs> well, quibi's been quibi's been in the uh, quibi's all we have left quibi april 6th like that's all we have but also quibi no worse time for quibi no to launch time. let me tell you because quibi's whole thing is like we don't have time you gotta watch only six like, minutes babe i'm gonna we watch, have so much time i'm gonna watch quibi's entire library by day 20 of the pandemic like you know quarantine. what you know what would be an amazing time this would be an amazing time for for ken burns to like release the latest oh like God. ken burns bomb ken burns change the form give me a paradigm shift Make a pandemic documentary in real time, Ugh. Ken Burns. Oh, Ken Burns. Get it. To- yeah. Imagine Ken Burns with dailies. I mean, I guess they don't really have dailies when it comes to documentary filmmaking, but like the documentary ver- version of dailies, just like the raw footage, like give me five hours a day, Ken Burns. You know, we Ken- can do it. I think Ken Burns did tweet like, now's the time to go watch my baseball <laughs> movie show. And it was like that baseball documentary is like 14 hours long about the history of baseball. And it's mm-hmm. like, I don't, okay, I don't like you that much you know like i, I like watched, you a lot but i like, watched I like the entire vietnam war one it took me a very country long time music is if you haven't watched country music it's literally worth paying for like a pbs all access key or whatever which isn't even that expensive yeah. it is so good i need to watch country it music. i haven't watched it you know i haven't watched it isn't it's, that wild like how have i watched it and you have i, I, mean, I love documentaries but like it's so good You're right it's a good time also, maybe I'll finally finish the Ken Burns Civil War documentary because I started it like a few years ago. Josh and I did. And I think we watched three yeah. episodes. 
And it's not, of course, it's very good, but it's also like, oh, my God, you, you know, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. Well, it's easy to fall off of these things. Like if the minute you get distracted, you're like not going back to it. And unlike the country music one, unlike the Vietnam War one that I watched, it has fewer talking heads because the, the Civil War one is mostly Ken Burns effect. Like at least the episodes that yeah, I've seen, so it's you like got a the lot of slow zooming in, zoom in, zooming out. The slow zoom Yeah, the in, best part about country zoom. is that like he really, like everybody wants to talk to him about it. So he gets, a, there are so many like surprising talking heads and a lot of people are still alive and a lot of kids of kids of kids of kids are alive and they know the whole histories of their grandparents and like they're all singer songwriters too. So you have like Johnny Cash, Jr., 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 Jr. I know that doesn't exist, but like the, you have mm-hmm. a lot of like cool talking heads of people that you've never heard of before, but are like, really good working musicians but you didn't you didn't know that like you know um very famous country musicians great granddaughter is like an actively working good country music musician Mm -hmm. so like those are the kind of things that you learn at least that i learned because i'm not like listening to country music every day Mm -hmm. so i highly recommend i don't know how we got here but like don't watch the bachelor watch this shit yeah watch ken burns watch watch something you won't regret later on here's i just (laughs) want to play some of the music i just want to (laughs) watch I want to play the music from the Civil War, Ken Burns, because it's so good. Listen, you'll, you, it's, okay. it's like iconic. Okay. Who did it? Do you oh, know this that one? That makes me think of the Civil War. Yeah, it makes <laughs> me think of Civil War. Wait for it. Wait for the beat to drop. Hold on. This is the most like outlander sounding shit, too. You're like the worst Diplo alive. <laughs> You're... <laughs> Here comes it up. Was that the drop? That's the drop. Don't you love the drop? <laughs> I, okay, I mean, that was, incre- <laughs> that was incredible. I am calling because I had to pause the Who's There episode this week to provide this a little bit of correction. Um, you all kept saying Ariana Grande, Victoria Justice, they're Disney stars, but they're in fact Nickelodeon stars. Coming from a very young millennial, um, it's important to note the difference between Disney and Nickelodeon stars because it's evident that Disney has produced more Who's and Them's than Nickelodeon has. Of course, we've got our Ariana Grande's, our Victoria Justices, but we've also got lower tier on Nickelodeon, like Nat and Alex Wolf. I feel like the like the Naked Brothers band. Um, yeah, total who's. And then whenever we look at Disney, we've got a plethora of who's and them's that came from, you know, that whole child star era. Zac Efron, Vanessa Hudgens, um, Sky Jackson. Um, yeah, so it, we, we gotta make that difference because Disney and Nickelodeon, they're two different ballparks. Okay, bye, crunch crunch. You know, she gave us a list of the different people, but she didn't really say what the difference is. Like, what are the, like, I, we say Disney star is like a catch all because mm-hmm. we just mean like a young person who was like on TV as a young person and had a huge yeah. show as a young person. She did seem to think that Disney stars were a little more prestigious than, um, than Nickelodeon, Nickel- stars. Nickelodeon stars. Yeah. 
I don't know. I feel like some Nickelodeon shows are as big as Disney shows, if not bigger. Like, Victorious was a pretty big show. I didn't. Mm-hmm. It was way past mm-hmm. my time. But um, and also we forgot to play. I think we forgot to play the clip that everybody references when they reference Victoria Justice. Like, did we? We didn't play it, right? No, we didn't play it. It's the one with Ariana Grande, right? Yeah. It's the one where she says, we all sing. Yeah. Let me, <laughs> we all sing. Wait, let me play it now so I don't. Uh, one thing you don't know about Ariana Grande is that she literally sings everything. Like, yes. she's, she's starting to forget how to talk in her own voice because she sings everything. And it's a good thing because she's a beautiful voice, but it's awesome. She sings absolutely everything. She never stops. That's so true, Liz. You sing a lot, too. Like, I, especially during the rehearsals. We all sing. True. Yeah, all, yeah, that's true. I, I sing the weird, weirder thing. During the rehearsals. During the rehearsals. I think we all say. I think a lot of people called and were like, Victoria Justice canceled herself. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't know. I think in retrospect, you think that because Ariana Grande did get famous. But if she hadn't gotten famous, it would have been a draw. You know, like it yeah. wouldn't have mattered. And also this like, this clip, this clip is not enough to cancel someone widespread. This clip is enough to cancel like a very specific niche on like Twitter and Tumblr in like 2016. You know? Exactly. Right. She's not fully canceled broadly because of this. Yo, justice for Victoria Justice is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's it's reminiscent of second lead vocalist of the group. and Second lead vocal- vocalist, she, yeah. She came back from that. Kelly has no problems, right? Kelly Rowland? Kelly Rowland is the one who said she's the second lead oh, vocalist of the group. Oh, she's fine. Yeah, she's, she's still fine. Beyonce's best friend. It's I saw her on Instagram fine. Live the other day. She was great. She looked great. Which celebrity haven't you seen on Instagram Live the other day? Oh, my God. It's unbelievable. We'll g- again, we'll get to it. 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 Next call. Next call. Hi, Bobby and Lindsay. Long time, long time. Um, read Dakota Johnson's um, house tour. Um, so I um, one time fucked one of the interior designers um, for that house when Ryan Murphy lived there. Cause, um, and they said that he had like a separate bedroom off of his own room that was basically just kind of like an oversized closet no windows like a mattress on the floor and like a lamp and that's where he slept um and that's where he would like yeah anyway um just i guess i wonder what dakota johnson is doing with that now crunch crunch Okay. Remember when you said yeah. it's funny that she didn't show her bedroom? Like now you know why. Because well, there's like a weird ass bedroom well, connected to apparently her bedroom. Apparently, the main bedroom seems normal. It's just like there's also like a windowless bedroom where he actually slept and would, you know, AK fuck. I like how suddenly the caller becomes coy. It's like I fucked the interior designer, and this is the special room where people wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You know, you know, you know. And it's like you just said you fucked the well, person who designed the house. Well, he's not implying that he fucked there. He's just saying the like a designer told no, him that. I- like that was something they designed yeah i guess i knew when she said this is ryan murphy's old house i was like there's some shit in that house that you had to either change (laughs) (laughs) or or you you just fully embraced she's she's funny so she definitely kept the room and she probably tells people like the funny story and i bet and i bet not only is it a great sex room it's probably just a great place to sleep because there are no windows yeah 50 shade her 50 shades room her red room that's really funny God, the six degrees of Who Weekly. It's like, I fucked the interior. That's the gloss I, I need. One, one of the interior one designers. One of the interior designers. <laughs> who worked on this specific Ryan Murphy house before Dakota Johnson bought it from him. Incredible. Just incredible. Iconic. We've mentioned this in the past, but it is funny. I, it, a great a great website that could be made in in these times when people have a little more spare time than they might typically <laughs> have is one that shows... 
the timeline of ownership for celebrity houses because oh, celebrity almost houses. every celebrity person sells yeah, their house to another celebrity houses. and right. you know like like kate did on her thread oh here's will ferrell singing from his house that he bought from ellen degeneres in 2007 how many people that's have bought a AD, house from ellen degeneres that's an ad project we'll give that to them yeah it's time to get frivolous in these times. But I, it would be, <laughs> it would be really interesting to just see the full ownership history of all these houses because I'm sure you know if you these houses were a lot of them were built in the mid century, right? So you've got about sixty years of of ownership in them. Yeah, and totally. going back down the line, I bet it's not unreasonable to think that all these houses have seventy to eighty percent celebrity ownership. Like oh, there yeah. are going to be interesting. Frank Sinatra, names like Frank Sinatra, died in like every single one of these houses. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's move on. Next call. Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it and how would it come in handy? This is what I'm asking myself every single day. Even if I'm not planning on going on a trip where I need to use a new language, I'm just like, my brain needs to stay alive. My brain needs to stay active. And there's only so many crossword puzzles I can do in one week. And that's why I just feel like putting my mind to the test would just be using Rosetta Stone to improve my language skills. And I'm always like idealizing. Oh, I want to learn Francais. So when I go to Francais, I can speak French with the person in You go to Quebec. But really, I'm speaking I'm speaking on a like dream level, which is also great. Use Rosetta Stone to learn the language of a place you're dreaming of visiting. But also practically, it makes more sense for me to learn Spanish. And if I'm gonna learn Spanish, I'm gonna do it on Rosetta Stone. That's amazing. They've been the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users, and they have 25 languages offered. You have fast language acquisition because they immerse you in the language. There aren't English translations, so you really learn to speak. You listen. You think in the language with Rosetta Stone, and it has an intuitive process, so you pick up the language naturally. First words, then phrases, then sentences, which means it's designed for long-term retention. And the app has a true accent feature that gives you feedback on your pronunciation, like <laughs> having a personal trainer for your accent. It's very helpful, okay? That was good. That was good. Thank it's, you. It's convenient. There's an amazing value. You can get a lifetime membership and just have every single language, all 25 languages you can have for your lifetime, and you can just work through them as long as you're alive. That's kind of an iconic mm-hmm. goal to have. So don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Who Weekly listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash who. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash who today. Hi, Weekly. I'm just listening to the podcast and had to stop after your Johnny Flynn bit. Um, Because did you know that his brother, Jerome, um, is in Game of Thrones? I think he plays a character called Bron. I'm not entirely sure. I didn't watch it. But weirdly, he's more famous to us British people as being um, one half of a duo called Robson and Jerome, who were one of the first ever signings by Simon Cowell. And they were really big over here in like the mid-90s and essentially put Simon Cowell on the map. He became huge as a result. In other words, Johnny Flynn's brother is essentially responsible for like American Idol and like everything. Um, and also the reason why Simon Cowell signed Jerome Flynn and Robson Green was because they were in a show called Soldier Soldier, which was a huge TV show over here, which also starred Denise Welsh, who, as we know, is Matty Healy's legendary mother from Loose Women. So a bit of a six degrees of separation for you about Johnny Flynn, who also went to school with my boyfriend, and my boyfriend says he's a really, really brilliant guy. Cool, crunch, crunch. Oh, I love that he's nice. He's a nice guy. And also that he has such a storied history. Like, that's so cool. He was, he was, uh, Simon Cowell's 
first artist that he signed to a label. That's mm-hmm. cool. Johnny's brother, Jerome Flynn, who's on Game of Thrones, who was um, uh, Braun on Game of Thrones. That's a big role. It's like, no, it's a huge, huge role. They're half brothers wow. because they have the same. They have the same father, not the same mother. That's the thing. But still. Because so, cool. I was like, oh, he's so much that. older, but it's because they have the same father. Uh, what else? Did, oh, the one other thing I wanted to say, uh, PSA, is that Emma, which is just in theaters, is going on VOD this weekend. And I just like highly recommend it. If you have the extra cash extra to dough. throw around for something like that, I I would say it would it'd be a good investment. Split it with the other people in your quarantine zone if, if you're sharing self-isolation with roommates or a partner. Yeah, it's worth it. It's just, it's such a sweet film. And then you'll, you'll understand why I was so horny for him. I think you'll get it. And then mm-hmm. you'll call me and you'll say, Lindsay, I get it. I get horny. it. Horny. Next call. Hey, Who Weekly, uh, short time, short time or medium time. I just had to pause the pod because like, I know Jennifer Goodwin may kind of be a who, but I sort of object to that. But regardless, she's a who that I absolutely stand, and I think you guys are mistreating her a bit. I have never watched Once Upon a Time because I'm an adult human, but uh, obviously Big Love, the third wife on Big Love, that was a huge show on HBO, and she's just so cute. She gives those of us with a heart-shaped face hope. Uh, I love You Just Love That Into You. I famously stand that movie, Scarlett Johansson, Jennifer Connelly, but Jennifer Goodwin's the best part. She's arguably the lead within an ensemble ensemble cast. Anyway, I didn't know I had such strong feelings about Jennifer Goodwin, but I guess the social distancing is bringing it out in me. Okay, uh, stay safe and healthy, crunch, crunch. Women don't belong in balloons. Bye. Um, I love that you said Once Upon a Time is not for chil- for ch- is for children. It's definitely for adults. Like <laughs> it was on. It's definitely an ad- for a show for adults who love Disney shit. Okay, go ahead. Uh, what was I gonna say? Oh, you brought up Big Love, which is really funny because Big Love is one of those shows that I've seen every single episode of, and I couldn't tell you a single thing that happened in Big Love. I used to be in love you with were Big Love. Obsessed with Big I love. I watched Big every love episode is, of that is show. Fantastic. It it literally. I mean, Chloe Sevigny, Bill. Pullman, Paxton, Pullman. Paxton, Bill, Paxton, R. Bill Paxton, like a, that was an incredible Horn. show. Gene Triple, yeah, well, just an incredible it was, show. It was for a while, and then by the end, it I was like, off. okay, maybe actually the last couple episodes, the last couple seasons, I kind of was, I, I dipped you in know, and out, but I did, I did finish it. That so. show is not a show though that gets brought up as like an important show, especially like within HBO's like collection Mm-mm. of shows. Mm-mm. Like it gets forgotten a lot, maybe because. As a whole, no one. It wasn't really an impressive thing, but when it, its first season was so good. Yeah, it also came out around just before, just before True Blood, and I think tr- when True Blood came out, True Blood sort of sucked all the air out of Big Love. It definitely sucked a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but then True Blood completely fell out the deep end. So I don't know. True Blood is like the most fantastic plummet. To crap, it's just the fastest and most fantastic plummet to crap. And I and I and I'm not sure like if what I'm saying even holds water. But these shows were all in that era of prestige cable television, right before streaming, like that final gasp of, yeah. of like when HBO was like riding high. Right. So it's like you watch a show because it's on HBO, right? Because nothing yeah. else is this you know high quality or interesting. Right. And then right. right when Big Love ended, 2011 is around when House of Cards started and kind of changed everything. So Right. And they were like, we can do this too. Yeah. Because it was just a kind of an equation that someone else figured right. out. You would watch John from Cincinnati because John from Cincinnati was on HBO. You'd watch Luck oh my God, because John Luck was on HBO. 
luck where they killed all the horses. Oh my God, sorry. And then by the time The Deuce premiered on HBO, if The Deuce had premiered in 2006, I would have watched every episode of it. But it premiered in what, 2017? And you were busy watching House of Cards. And I was like, there's all this other shit to do. HBO, you've lost your luster. But like if The Deuce premiered in 2006, I would have been all over it. Yeah. Anyway, um, big love. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. Um, this might be too sappy and you might be like this bitch, but um, I'm a little drunk because like what else do you do when you're quarantined? But I just wanted to let you guys know that I and so many other hooligans like would be going fully insane during this time period if it were not for the hooligan Facebook group. So I just wanted you guys to know how much good you have done by bringing us all together. We're like doing watch parties and like it's really cute. So yeah, I just wanted to thank you guys because you're like literally, yeah. So this is dumb, but I just wanted you guys to know. So crunch, crunch. Thank you for saying that. That's not us. That's the group. So Shout out to the group. We normally don't play calls like this, but they're we so get nice. So many we of them. them no, no we're, we do um. hear them all, and and they're so nice, and we so appreciate them. I wanted to play this because if you haven't been hanging out in the group, maybe now's the time. Feels like there's maybe a little drama there. All, all you know, all groups have drama, but for the most part, there's some fun stuff going. Seems on like over there's there. like mostly good vibes from the group right now. So good vibes. Go there for some good vibes. Watch parties. If you cool want some questions. company, if you want some tips on what to watch, if you want some tips on what to listen to. Distractions. Here's the thing. And really quickly, uh, one one other thing about uh, coronavirus. When we, are all, when we are home all the time, I don't know, you get a little, I'll, just a conversation that we were already having. When you are uh-huh, home uh-huh. all the time and you're on the computer and you're on Twitter and you're on Reddit and you're on all these things and you're reading all these things and you're like, I can't get any clarity out of anything. That's like the most maddening thing, right? Because you're reading everything and you don't know so you don't know what is actually happening because there's so much information coming at once and everyone's like, I don't know what to expect. I don't know what to expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing, yeah, yeah. nothing yeah. more. Can you tell that making. Bobby's experiencing this? Right. right. No, I'm experiencing it all the time. But there's nothing more yeah. crazy making than not knowing how long. You are going to be panicking. Josh was listening to the 538's Politics Podcast with, you know, shout out Claire Malone. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the other co-host was like, it's wild to not know how much you're supposed to be panicking, right? So yeah. instead of trying to answer the question, how much am I supposed to be panicking right now? Just go into the Who Weekly Facebook group. <laughs> is know? that what you're trying to say? That's what I'm trying wow, to say. Really, it's like, the end of that was you a will, real drop off. You will not get clarity. If you are looking for clarity right now, you're not going to find it. The point is that you should you should seek out answers, but you should also balance that with, you know, your normal sense of self, which is just like, I want to watch fucking, um, um, what's that that movie that they watched the other night with um, Diane Lane? Uh, I want to watch Under the Under Tuscan, the Tuscan Sun. Sun. I want to just take a break. I want my mind to just yeah. settle. I want human interaction. We're just saying, like, yeah. if that's something that you need and you're not finding right now, go check out the yeah. Who Weekly group. There's a lot of like-minded people, and, you know, maybe that will help you a little bit. It's so like, that will help recommend. you a little bit. If you don't want to leave the house, well, you no one should be leaving the house, but if you're, like, especially petrified of leaving the house and you want to do some good, just do a quick search for charities to donate to because there are plenty of them right now. Oh, yeah. That does make you feel Meals really on good. wheels. There's so many Your local good. food bank. 
donating to yeah. your local newspaper who's laying off I just staff. Gave, um, you know? I just gave Kalachi 20 bucks. Kalachi was collecting money for their undocumented yeah. uh, workers that work at the work at the store. There are ways to chill out that don't involve looking at Twitter and Reddit trying to figure out what's going on because guess what? You're not going to get an answer. <laughs> You're not going to get an answer. So now let's do questions. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby, long time, long time. Um, can you guys please talk about the coronavirus quarantine inflicted like celebrity live videos that are just great like going crazy on instagram um i mean john mayer was absolutely inspired i feel like he's like all of our priests right now and just like the the popping up of these random celebrities and other celebrities like instagram lives like dave Chappelle was there and then she he was with megan wolf talking about like pink guy it was hilarious what like and then you had Jonah Hill on, like, GQ's live talking about his favorite movies. But then Seth Rogen pops in, and then Jonah's like, oh, yeah, I meant to text you about how, like, this is all totally like the movie we did together at the end. Like, where do you think Rihanna is? LOL. And then just, like, no offense to just, like, constantly blowing up everyone's feet, being ridiculous. Please discuss what am I missing, what is going on. All right, uh, crunch, crunch, bye. As we said in the maybe in the daily live that you maybe might have heard, heard um, it is the truly the golden age of celebrity Instagram live. Right now, I just opened the Who Weekly account to see who's currently live, and it's Hollywood Life, which I guess doesn't count because they're a, not a celebrity. Yeah, Sheena from Vanderpump Rules and Charles Melton from Riverdale. That's early um, for that's it's early sample. for Sheena. What? It's like eight a.m. there. I'm just saying, like you'll go on at like. Hap, let's say happy like a five six seven o'clock and everyone will be on live it'll just be the whole feed it's just everyone is talking to everyone jumping into everyone's feed it's miley's doing like a regular scheduled thing charlie xcx is doing something diplo was spinning in the morning uh some uh, chris martin did a concert it's like it's almost borderline inspiring i hate to say that and i'm i'm trying to you know keep my emotions in check but like it's kind of cool to see them all kind of lose their minds like we are in a weird way yeah, right i i mean i was gonna say the same thing everyone it it's a it's an equalizer in a way yes they're doing it from their beautiful houses with so much space and like an infinite supply and their enormous pantries that have been curated by the home edit but huh. they're also like kind of losing it they're losing well there's it. an authenticity that they're like you know they're reaching out to like their fan like they're reaching out because they're like what am i what's my value what's mm -hmm. my point what am i doing what am i what am i supposed to be saying and it comes out so like authentically in mm -hmm. a weird way because there's not a lot of like there's no one to stop them from doing it and you mentioned um you mentioned John Mayer, who does actually have an Instagram Already, talk show yeah. that he's been doing for like two years, which is very, very good. Um, his he went on and did like a little thing where he was talking and I found it so calming, so like nice. And yeah. see, that's the thing is like where I'm at is such in such a funny place that I'm like loving this expression of our celebrities. I love what yeah. our celebrities are up to right now. And it's, really, it's, it's like nice. any really it's just like any distraction like it it's last yeah. like last night when see? we were playing jackbox over twitch yeah for a long yeah. for like two and a half hours i so that was fun. that was two and a half hours when i was just like not thinking about anything else which is so all nice. anyone wants right now you know did you see i sent you rufus rainwright Ru rufus wainwright is doing concerts on live 
he he i sent you a video no i wait, him. you did yeah on instagram no, anyways you'll see it but I'm terrible just at like, instagram dms um it feels like everyone is just doing what they think is contrib like contributing their mm. whatever talent they have whatever skill they have like trying to give it back directly and mm -hmm. as opposed to like working on a th working on a tv show that my fans would really like looking working on an album my fans are really like right now everything stops so they're just like how do i give back directly via what i have in front of me which is like instagram right live it's yeah. weird it's it's like it is it takes like a weird thing like this a scary thing like this to cr to sp spur something new which mm -hmm. i find interesting mm -hmm. anyways i don't know despite everything the celebs keep making content you know they can't fucking they stop. Can't stop they can't stop they can't stop they i'm telling stop. you it's like it's it, this is proof of it they cannot stop these celebrities they're at it again back at it again with the live grams next call <laughs> that's good hi lindsey bobby medium time medium time uh, I just wanted to call because Eurovision was just canceled, and I just wanted to check in. How you guys doing? Are you okay? You gonna be okay? I hope you're gonna be okay. This is a tough time for all of us. So um, yeah, that's it. Crunch, crunch. Good form, Bella Thorne. Bye. Thank you for thinking of us, but we are so far down the totem pole of people who are devastated by Eurovision being canceled. So we appreciate that a lot. We also like, it is not, hadn't even bought tickets. Nice. We hadn't even bought tickets. Like, <laughs> do not cry for us. But even if we did, it would have been fine. It, they would have been refunded. We would have been all set. I yes. think I'm, I feel bad because it really does bring, you know, a very specific crowd of, of Europeans together. I bet everyone's really bummed. Obviously, they have more important things to think about. What's really sad and um, kind of whatever is I was reading that the same people can enter Eurovision next year, but oh. the songs can't be entered again. So okay. we have like a year of lost songs so that can't win. We're going to have to figure out a way to have you all vote for the we can. We're going to have to figure out a way to have you all vote for the Eurovision 2020 winner. And we're going to figure that out over the weekend. Um, there has We'll do a bracket. Yeah, we should definitely do a bracket. You'll vote um, and we'll crown our own Eurovision winner, even though most of our audience is the United States <laughs> and, and should not be able to vote. And hopefully we will have a partner in all of this. Um, and we are going to try to get the details. We're being vague, not to be like funny, but like we don't have any details yet. But we're going to try to figure this out over the weekend so that we can have like a fun happen. Eurovision moment next week. Yeah. Because you all deserve it. It'll be a fun little thing to do and we'll figure something out. To be fair, Eurovision isn't really till May. So we do have a little bit of time if we want to. Yeah. Um, you know, whatever. Yeah. But we definitely want to do a tribute to Eurovision. We're still going to have a Eurovision episode. We're going to add in. Let's add in a new uh, interactive element because we're not going to be able to know who the winner is. We got to vote for the winner. I listened to a lot of that. What I loved was I had already subscribed to the Eurovision 2019 podcast. Uh, podcast oh, yeah. Playlist on uh, playlist. Spotify. And they just auto changed it. So suddenly on my playlist, I saw 2020 and I was like, ooh, what's this? And I realized it was a playlist I'd already subscribed to and they just changed it. And so I listened to a lot of the songs, but not all of them. And I was Good. like, very, uh, nothing super. I only listened to maybe five and there was nothing well, everyone's super memorable really excited yet. about the Icelandic entry. Oh, Did I you didn't see hear the video that. for that that's that been one. going around? Yeah. It's kind of been virally and people are kind of upset that that video is not going to, that song and video is not going to make it 
It's going to have to be scrapped, essentially, for next year. So, okay. We'll talk about There's this. There's still ways for these sh- songs to get recognition, and they will still be listened to. Like, I'm still listening to Jessica Mawboy's You Got Love, like, to this day. I so listen to Mahmood Soldi all the oh, time. Oh, me too. That's, I, that's the one I listened to most from last year. I thought it would be Love the, that song. What was my favorite? The the guy? Uh, The guy? The, that's how you write a song? No, no. That was two years ago. The guy okay. from last year. Um... Is it too late for love? Oh, oh, the Sweden, Sweden, Sweden. That one. Wait, is that sweet? Whose song was that? Hear me, I could be the sun. No, it's Sweden. It's Sweden. It's John Lundvik from Sweden. I knew it was Sweden. Is it too late for love? He didn't win. He didn't win. We wanted him to win. Hear me, I could be the sun that like to dunk. I love that song. I just got chills. It's so good. I'm telling you, Eurovision is like fucking iconic. We'll go next year. We'll go next year. Oh my god, is it gonna be in Rotter it's gonna be in Rotterdam again because they can't change the location. No one's gonna win. Great. We get to go to Rotterdam. Okay, great. (laughs) Next year. Next year. Everything's gonna be fine. Next year in Rotterdam. Okay. I was really looking I was really looking forward to going to Amsterdam. Next year in Rotterdam. Okay, next call. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. Long time, long time. Um, I just lost my job due to COVID, aka coronavirus, them. Um, and just wondered if you could make my life and maybe talk for five minutes about Jody Sweden and what she's up to, which is a lot. I think you'll find once you start looking into it. She's a podcast. She hosts the talk sometimes. Anyways, um, I love the podcast, and um, I'm glad that you guys already work from home. Uh, women don't belong in balloons. Crunch, crunch. Good one, Bella Thorne. Thanks. Bye. We're both so, so sorry to hear that you lost your job because of all this. So, of course, we're going to answer your question. Talk for five minutes about Jody Sweeten. That is literally the least we can do. <laughs> I'm so sorry about your name. Yes. That sucks ass. I'm so sorry. So let's talk about Jody Sweeten. She doesn't want us to wallow. She doesn't want to wallow. All right, here we go. Okay, here's the thing that I thought about Emilio. I thought about Jody Sweeten. Remember mm. how she was the best actress on Fuller House? Yeah. And that was like, I only a watched thing. the first both... season, but yeah. Me too, but it was just like shocking how good she was as an adult actress. Mm-hmm. That was cool about her, I thought. She got. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> Like, I think you're going to have something else to say. Okay, remember? Okay, here's the thing. Do you remember this? That was cool. How many minutes was that? <laughs> Just Me joking. talking about the Pelican Brief. Okay, have you seen this movie, The Pelican Brief? Okay, there's a movie, The Pelican Brief. It's no! Julie Roberts and Denzel Washington. 
That's a pretty cool movie. That's my analysis. Do you know, do you know I haven't seen the movie The Pelican Brief? Lindsay. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, I haven't seen The Pelican Brief. I haven't seen it. The Pelican Brief <laughs> is perfection. There's nothing wrong no, with come The Pelican on. Brief. That's not me okay, being well, crazy. So Jody Sweeten, as Should you I said, watch it? yes. Oh my god. Okay. okay. Because you made I me search it. for there. Okay. Okay. Well, that doesn't help me at this trying time. Okay, keep going. Okay. What else is I going to say about Jody Sweeten? So Jody Sweeten famously was the. She had a meth addiction. She yes. went through like a rough time right. post child star, and then she kind of picked Triumph. herself up and figured Triumph. it out. And then Fuller House fully brought her back yes. to like, not even just relevance, but I think like a truly. Like successful life. A solid C list actor. Like exactly. you know, like, like just going a, around town being like, How rude, how rude, how rude. You she know? is a busy working actor. She not only has one of the biggest shows on Netflix, which is Fuller House, she well, not has anymore, sober, but not yeah. anymore, but you know, she also is now a new Hallmark movie staple. She's been in so many right. Hallmark movies for the because past few years. Her her fake sister, Candace Cameron Bure, kind of welcomed her into the fam. Mm-hmm. Got her the gig. And Jodie Sweetin isn't quite as aggressively Christian. So, like, she can be, like, the alt, not-so-Jesus-y uh, Hallmark star, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She yeah. fills that void because it's like, Candace has the Christian traditional values v- roles on lock, right? She's not giving mm, those up to mm, anyone. Mm, but Jodie mm-hmm, Sweetin can mm-hmm. get, you know, the leftovers, so to speak. Right, 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 right. And she's got a podcast. Yeah, she's got a podcast and it's called... Um, Did you listen to any of it? No, because no. I'm going to I'm gonna listen to it after this and then put some clips in. It's put called in Never Thought I'd Love Say that. This. Because I really want to listen to the Lisa Loeb episode, which is the newest episode. And it says... Um, let me read the full... This week, the ladies sit down with the musician Lisa Loeb. They talk about how Lisa became a children's musician before she was a mom. And how, how the best music for kids to listen to has a high level of cleverness, storytelling, and humor. Whether it's made specifically for kids or not. <laughs> 55 minutes. No, so I'm going to listen to that and get you some clips of Jody Sweeten talking to Lisa Loeb. Uh, so yeah, this is Never Thought I'd Say This. Uh-huh. And we are here today with a very special guest. Lisa Loeb is joining Hello. us. Hi, Hello. Hi. I'm glad to be here. I just have to say, like, high school me is freaking out. Uh, high school me was so excited to out. meet Lisa. I was a huge fan of your music, at, like, growing up. Like, it really, I, I loved Same. it. And uh, one of the very first songs I you. ever sang live was Stay. So yeah. <laughs> That's a hard song. Yes, yeah, I, I, I used to do it as a cover with my band in college. It's no big deal. Um, no, no, it's I, a big deal. <laughs> it's, re- yeah, it's, not, it's, it's a big deal for me right now that you're here, but I'll, I don't, I I'll don't be think done you're a big deal. Girl, like, I don't want you getting a big deal. Shut up. She's currently on quarantine with her kids. She's homeschooling them right now. She's doing a lot of Instagrams about that. I love this. This is an interesting thing. Also, look at the photo that she posted, the Instagram photo that I put here. Mm -hmm. Posing with her branded mug. Never thought I'd say this. A lot of selfies with the kids working. Why wouldn't you think? I get never thought I said it's a cute name for a podcast, but like, wouldn't it be like cut it out or how rude or what? Like, she'd really dig in. You think she would dig in with that? Maybe, but how rude doesn't really make sense. And cut it out wasn't hers. Cut it out, cut it out was Joey I, Gladstone's. Was a uh, Dave Coulier's. I know, Coulier's. but like, what was hers? Hers was how rude. But how rude yeah. isn't? That's not. That's like a. That's like I a. Ha, that's a shady podcast title. How rude! I like she framed the homeschool rules. Homeschool rules. Yeah, she's uh, moms but, are digging in over, out here. They have to. So she has all the rules, and it's like you have to be on schedule. Blah 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 blah. There's no reason to not be completing work. Number four, it says. If you are not sticking to your schedule, are screwing around during work time, or have a generally crappy <laughs> attitude, oh. bullet one, <laughs> bullet one, no iPad TV for that day, bullet two, 
Added chores. Added chores. And then it says, <laughs> number five, if you are working hard, being helpful, and taking care of business, there will be rewards of extra iPad time, treats, treats and no screaming and mother. no screaming mother. <laughs> then do you see the bottom? It's so cute. Remember, this is a weird time for us. So let's come together as our little family and help keep this as easy and stress-free as possible. Love, mom. Yeah, oh my God, sweet. I just felt a little emotional. Okay, so <laughs> the other thing Jody Sweeten is up to, which I think is really interesting, and I would love to actually do some sort of deeper dive on this in the future. Maybe this oh, is she's a live show thing. she's on the talking she uh, is circuit? on that she's lecturing there. circuit. You gotta be. You gotta be. This is the brand I'd heard of, but I know there are other ones, Kepler Speakers, and I was like, oh, I bet she's a Kepler Speaker, because I just searched like Kepler Speakers, Jody Sweeten, and she definitely found she popped up and so it's like when you are on the lecture circuit you are on these agencies that compile famous people to do speaking events at you know corporations or colleges or whatever at events and they have all these she has her marketing toolkit it has her bio it has i was her... gonna say you can download you can download all these stuff just mm -hmm. like and read it and kind of sometimes crazy. they have their price but jody says please inquire so i was about to fill out a form inquiring what her range is but is that rude i just want to know how much she costs because they'll tell me if i'm I, just like i mean you can if i'm you hosting want. a podcast you do thing it. why not but it's like related speakers guess who god you're never gonna guess it maybe you will maybe you will maybe you will who is a related related speakers? speaker on jody sweeten is another former child actor who was on a very popular 90s show and who played and who played kind of the opinionated daughter much like uh stephanie tanner from 90s 90s daughter uh, network tv family I show i'm not gonna guess this on my brain as much who tatiana ali oh ashley banks that's good that's ashley good it's so funny that you can download the speech introduction because it just gives you a script as to like if you were in if you were to introduce Jody Sweeney when you would say it's like with a refreshing candid with a refreshingly candid perspective and a strong dose of humility, Sweet engages audience with insight from her journey through struggles and triumphs, the vicious cycle of abuse and recovery and strategies for facing personal demons and finding out oneself. Please join me in welcoming Jody Sweeten. Okay. So Tatiana <laughs> Ali did not make her rate private. Do you know what Tatiana oh. Ali's fee is? This is why people join the, the lecture circuit, by the way, because it's F fucking crazy. I would say anywhere from eight to $15,000. You're so <laughs> wrong. Oh, you're so what is fucking it? wrong. What is it? The range, $20,001 to $30,000. $20,001. This doesn't even include like getting you there, like mm -mm. transportation and mm -mm. shit and like hotel and like whatever. $20,000? If you want Tatiana Ali at your event, you will pay Not her that badly. $20,001 at minimum. I was thinking like no. eight grand would well, be you were like wrong. a good amount. You were her. wrong. <laughs> you were you so, were wrong. I feel bad for that, for Tatiana Ali. And if, if they're in the same range, they're definitely the same range. Leah Delaria, occasional hooligan, also on Kepler speakers. Adore her. $10,001 to $20,000. Ten thousand. All right, one. all right. She's more reasonable. Anyway, so these are really. I'd fun. rather hear her. Sp I'd rather hear her well, of speak. Of course, than who wouldn't? Tatiana Lee. Sorry, she has a way better story. Okay. Who would um, not rather hear Leah Delaria? Uh, what else is there next? to say? Did we That's... we talked for more than five minutes about Jody Sweeten. We absolutely did. I last thing I want to say about Jody Sweeten is that I. Oh, she, he's he's not done. He's not done. He's not done. <laughs> I forgot done that I forgot Jody what Sweeten. her memoir title is, and it's so funny. Do you remember? What is it? Celebrity memoirs, punny Howard. last name. 
sweeten sweeten it up sweeten sweetening sweetening adding sweeten sweetened no, it up if you want to think like a, a tell all with a sweet pun sweet sweet tail sweet uh, that's so unsweetened sweet. uh, unsweetened oh god that's good <laughs> and you know what's worse candace what? cameron berets is called dancing through life steps of courage and conviction it's like she's a whole you're not well life. known enough for dancing with the stars you are dj tanner the narc kid in the fucking tanner household she grew up exactly how we could have imagined she'd grow up when we saw her as a little kid yeah jody jody's got some stories to tell <laughs> right we prefer stories we want jody okay okay next call <laughs> here's three calls in a row we promise this has a point hey weekly um i've been listening to a few podcasts outside my normal Fear, and they all have referenced this woman, Emily Oberg, O-B-E-R-G. And honestly, I've looked her up, and I still don't understand why she's famous, what her deal is. I'm so confused. I've literally watched YouTube videos being like, who is this person? And I can't figure it out. So if you guys could figure that out as New York media elite. That would be really cool. Thanks, guys. Looking forward to it. And you're my quarantine relief. Thank you. Sergio, yummy pop. Arizona Zervis. Crunch, crunch. Bye. Hey, Lindsay. Hey, Bobby. Or Broccoli Rob. I am calling to ask again, who is Montana Tucker? Okay, crunch, crunch. Bye. We put all these calls in the doc, we downloaded them, and we were like, okay, let's find out. Let's pick one of these because we don't want to do all of them, and one of them is probably going to be way more interesting than the other one. Turns out. Turns out. They're all the same no. level of boring. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes you like, there's a new person. I get. Ex- I always like when somebody asks us about a person I literally haven't heard of mm-hmm, before. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It makes me feel like I have a work to do. And then I Google them, and I'm like, okay, like, surface level, they're this, this, than this, but this... There's not enough research that's ever going to get me any deeper to something interesting. And sometimes somebody is just like famousy and new to the scene and there really isn't anything yet that is like fun or compelling, even though there's a lot there. I don't mm-hmm. know if that makes any sense. No, that makes sense. Saying. So you have like, you know, Emily Oberg, who is famous for being a streetwear designer. So yeah. she has a company called Sporty and Rich. She got a sense uh, profile, which I did not read. Did you read it? Or did you skim it? Which one? The sense profile. The first thing. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I read Emily that. Oberg I read that. And then I read her um, Stylecaster interview from 2015 whenever she had only oh, lived interviewed in... by Molly Lambert. Shout out Molly. Yeah, Lambert. she had only been in she had only been in New York for like a year at that point. And it was like, oh, she's mm-hmm. working at Complex. She started a streetwear brand called Sporty yeah, and Rich. She, she became an influencer basically through the Complex thing. Yeah. She worked at Kith, which was pretty popular. She's a filmmaker in a way, like a documentary filmmaker. So she understands. Oh, is she? Well, she uh, she was working on it. Says at the time she was working on a documentary about Supreme, the brand Supreme. Uh, so, uh, but it's like when you she's coming she's coming at the influencer world, the fashion influencer world, from like a documentary perspective. So her stuff looks good, you know, like oh, her yeah, aesthetic. She has an aesthetic. Her she aesthetic has the amazing. viral aesthetic, right? Her aesthetic is yeah. good. Well, any woman who can go from a job at Complex to an influencer, you have to have an aesthetic because what you're doing is you're taking that audience and you're building it into your Mm -hmm. own audience. So you've got an aesthetic and then you take that and you're like, oh, what could I do from this? Oh, start a streetwear line Mm -hmm. because my aesthetic, people want to buy my aesthetic. How do I sell them my aesthetic? Well, how about clothes? Okay, let's make clothes. And then 
that's how you know what I mean like yeah. it's a very easy transition that's why like you see a lot of uh, reality stars influencers go to music okay mm-hmm. how do I take my taste and turn it into something somebody can buy oh music oh clothes yeah. you know makeup whatever so she oh the documentary did come out it's called sold out cool was it about was it about it's about clothes? supreme resellers oh that's actually yeah and I'd, it was a it was, it was totally made for complex so it's like on you can watch it on complex news oh it's on complex okay she made it for complex okay got it got it this is the case for all the the next people we're going to talk about usually when we're like trying to find a hook the hook is you know someone interesting they dated who can tie us back to the who weekly universe or like a controversy they've had that was covered on like a tabloid or just jared or daily mail or something she has none of those things she's literally just a cool new york fashion influencer entrepreneur woman that's it right. that's enough yeah. but right. we didn't find that hook Next up is um, this guy. Arizona Zervis. Arizona Zervis, who, to be fair, has a huge hit song. But apart from that. Huge hit song. There's not all that much interesting about him. He's been, he's really young. He's 24. He has been releasing. Might be a one-hit wonder. Not being rude, but it could be. It was such a big song that it might be a one-hit wonder. Easily. Also big on TikTok. Sounds like Post Malone. Sounds like a Post Malone song. just like Post Malone. Yeah. Got signed to to Capitol Records just like Lil Nas X because of his viral song, which is called Roxanne. Mm-hmm. I'll play a clip here. The song is incredibly catchy. When I click play on the music video, which is so annoying because it's like an homage to Quentin Tarantino movies. I'm like, kill me, please. Mm, um, love it. So annoying. The other thing that I will say that is funny is I was reading this uh, profile of him in the LA Times from uh, actually earlier this month. And mm-hmm. they interview the CEO of Columbia, Ron Perry. Mm-hmm. And it says, mm-hmm. the CEO of Columbia says, from the moment I met him, it was obvious that his vision is precise, his art is uncompromising, and his songwriting, among the best I've ever seen. So let me really quickly uh, read uh, sample lyrics from the song. Seems a little over-exaggerated, you know? Press release. Sample lyrics from Roxanne. Shorty only like cocaine and Whole Foods. Yeah. <laughs> Snapping all up on the gram. Ass going crazy. Now she want to fuck me in the foreign. Going 80. Okay. <laughs> His name is Arizona. <laughs> is Arizona Zervis from Arizona? <laughs> no, he's from fucking Providence, he's Rhode from Island. Maryland. No, he's from Maryland. Oh, Maryland. Um, so I was little, maybe a little wrong about calling him One Hit Wonder. He had another song, which I have not heard. So I'm going to count that as I don't know it. Like, it's not a big song because I haven't heard it. Because I've heard Roxanne. And if, and if I've heard Roxanne, this other song should have come into my world as well called Yellow Hearts, which I did, I guess, performed, quote, well on TikTok. Well on TikTok. And then was on Spotify's Rising and, and, did, and did decent. Mm. Did decent. Okay, next, 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 next. We saved the, the best. We, I don't even know Question the best mark? for last. The, we saved the person with the least amount of stuff for last. Montana Tucker, <laughs> iconic name. Two people on this list have states Arizona, as their first Arizona, Montana. Names. <laughs> Western states as their names. I got to say state names are chic. Montana Tucker, also not from any place. So Arizona is not from anywhere around Arizona. Montana is from fucking Boca Raton, Florida. Boca Raton. Just be named Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Montana Tucker, I was like, well, God, give me something. Like, give me maybe a Daily Mail something. 
the only Daily Mail story she has, I swear to God, reads like a press release. And it's the headline yeah. is Montana. It is. Montana Tucker tells fans why, quote, flaws are beautiful as she debuts empowering new track. I'm not alone. It doesn't say sponsored anywhere. It doesn't say paid for anywhere. But it is. it's a copy and paste. There's no. Release. And I hate being that person who's commenting on articles like, oh, it's you paid idiot. for that spawn. This is OK. As a singer, dancer, and top social media personality, that is language that comes from a press release. You just copied and pasted. Montana Tucker has always used her platform to promote positivity and love. First of all, she's released like two songs. The 25-year-old talent's empowering new track, I'm Not Alone, continued that message upon its debut Thursday. Talking to DailyMail.com exclusively about the inspiration for the song, Tucker said, being different is beautiful. Having flaws is beautiful. Being yourself is beautiful. Don't let anyone else tell you different. So Montana Tucker is this joining girl the long... This is from Boca. She's from Boca. She's joining the long list of aspiring singer-songwriters or just otherwise celebrities who is traditionally beautiful and is using their support of people who are not traditionally beautiful to lift themselves up, which is like... The least compelling thing of... It's a nice thing, but it's also like weird. It's weird to be the beautiful person who is constantly like everyone's beautiful everyone Wait, i love that you ch- that she's like a child star but the child star stuff is also sus because it's like oh she's been in stuff she's been on nickelodeon she's been on disney she's been with ariana grande i think she's literally like a featured extra in a lot of uh, otherwise yeah. famous stuff it's not she that was she was like an act-, act for ciara pitbull flo rida interestingly enough and lil wayne but what does that mean at the hula bowl she's just like a she's like a she was a circuit singer a young young circuit remotely talented circuit singer in florida and in florida i'm telling you florida that's an industry reason you get a lot of opportunities in florida as a young talented person you got disney you got i'm telling you it's like the in sync thing there's Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff going on down there she doesn't have the hits that arizona has but the instagram is the thing the instagram is thing because she's doing okay this is so weird she's doing cross she's doing like crossover videos with other instagram and tiktokers and tiktokers because this video you clip which honestly creeped me out so bad the one with the dolls oh the one with the the dolls dolls. i hate it i hate it i hate it she's she's dancing with this i don't want to get into this family but she's dancing with this girl whose name is everly rose and her family she's like of youtube tiktok so weird the whole family. family has like created a whole thing around her and i don't even again it's so dark and like that's a thing for like you to search on your own but like she's they've done like they did like a crossover video Mm -hmm. so clearly there she's like you know she doesn't need to have the hits to be a success some of these people who are in who are social media famous and are making their money from ads on social media just release music to have something because they don't make really money off the music it's more Mm -hmm. just like this is something that i do Mm -hmm. to exist as like a create you know so that like i have a purpose like so when you come to my account you see that i'm i have i'm a singer oh that's yeah. what i do i'm a singer even though the music is not the thing the thing is the social media mm-hmm. which is kind of crazy because it used to be like the other way around the social media would prop up the music and the music yeah. would be what would like get you paid mm-hmm. the instagram Ooh, is the okay. thing the instagram is the thing She's making it work with what she has. This is the future of entertainment at this point. Come on. Look at us. We're all stuck in our houses. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> She's having a good time. Next call. Next call. Hello. So, RuPaul Frack now? I kind of feel like this is exactly what we need right now. But isn't fracking kind of like a hooey behavior in oral sciences? Like, if RuPaul, like, was a them she would be like an oil baroness. And I don't think like a land giving away her land rights to fracking company. So RuPaul obviously is them, but does fracking make RuPaul more of a who? Thank you. 
Good luck. It's unbelievable. There, there's going to be things that happen throughout this whole experience that are going to be little news blips that you know would have blown up <laughs> if not for like us all thinking, more, us all having more important things to think about at this point. This like, has been happening ever since this, Donald Trump got elected. Things just like but this disappear. This is the first. Okay, but this was the first one that I was like, oh my God, this would be huge. And people would talk about this and and do something and and fight back and Rue would have to maybe do a statement. or n- Right now, no, this Rue is flew out the nothing. door. Rue is saying nothing and with good reason. Like 15 gay people were like, RuPaul Brax? <laughs> and then everyone else was like, weird, and then moved on. So RuPaul went on Fresh Air and Terry Gross was- Ironically went on Fresh Air and said, I well, he didn't even say, RuPaul didn't even fresh say, air, I frack. <laughs> Wait, shut up. That's really funny. So, Ru goes on Fresh Air, and in and, 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 and our friend Richard's profile of RuPaul in um, Vanity Fair We all know that Ru owns, owns all this ranch. land in Wyoming. And it's like, that's supposed yeah. to be the very interesting thing about him. He has this, he has this husband, Secret and they're very life, private. Yeah. He likes yeah, being yeah, on yeah. his land in the middle of nowhere. Isn't that interesting? Because he's so extra on TV. But, really, but how really, often right? is he really on that land anyways? And what is the like, land? You know. What? Why does he really have the land? Like the land is yeah, now not being revealed. Yeah, not because it's just a go-to. The land is right. being revealed to be some investment. Someone told him like, hey, Ru, you got this money sitting around. You could buy a big, big ass plot of land in Wyoming. And lease that's what money managers it. tell you to do. Money managers, they're there to say, oh, you have this money. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? You, you know, don't, it's passive income. You just put the Ooh, you just put the frac- and don't forget. So RuPaul's a boomer. Don't forget. RuPaul <laughs> says on Fresh Air, they quote lease mineral rights. I'm quoting a, a Twitter that this is the reason this went viral. Rory S. R.O.Y.S. Roy Solomon. And he said, hold up. Non-COVID content. RuPaul was Love just on that. NPR Fresh Air and shared that he and his partner own 60,000 acres in Wyoming, not news, and that they, quote, lease mineral rights and sell water to oil companies, news. And Terry Gross did not follow up with one question about the fact that RuPaul is fracking. Yeah, that's shorthand for fracking, baby. These people, I guess fracking, um, what do you call those things? Uh, oil and gas wells. wells. Oil and gas yeah. wells, like, are I guess have to be a matter of public record and have to be disclosed, so you can look at maps of where oil and gas wells are in this country. Yeah. And so people yeah. looked up his ranch on Google Satellite. They found the ranch, and then they uh-huh. overlaid that ranch with maps of oil and gas wells, and it's just oh, it's everywhere, just everywhere. It's like it's like social distancing. Who these? These wells are giving each other COVID. Like, these wells yeah. are so, oh, these wells are too Stop. close together, you know? There's yeah. so many yeah. wells. I yeah. started reading, what is, what was this from? I believe it's through Texas Monthly. I'm going to quote them. <laughs> God, the places this story took us. Texas Monthly, also a great magazine. RuPaul, it turns out, seems to be fracking a lot. There appear to be at least 35 active wells on his property, according to research in the publication Earther, and at least one company reportedly working with RuPaul's based in Texas. And Darko, a subsidiary of Occidental Petroleum, has its roots sure. in the woodlands. In Texas last year, Andarco produced more than 27 barrels of oil and more than 144 million cubic feet of natural gas. The thing about fracking is flack, fracking is bad for the environment. Fracking... No, it is. And you know, what's funny is that it honestly mostly affects the people that live in the place in where the, the fracking is happening. Yeah. It, but like it's funny that it's RuPaul's land like no one is living on that land because it's RuPaul's land but RuPaul can't possibly live there and and work off the land that's just being drained of 
you know, and, and po- essentially poisoned, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's how fracking works. Anyways, it's all very interesting. And so now you know that if you're thinking, oh, RuPaul has this beautiful ranch in Wyoming that he goes to to hang out. It's like, no, RuPaul has a land investment in Wyoming or Montana. And Sorry, I already forgot where it is. Wyoming. Or, Wyoming. No, it's in Wyoming. Wyoming. That is literally just a money making thing like well, it's not like this it's not like this beautiful like ranch th- you know what i mean I don't celebrities know. capitalizing on one on wyoming is like I- incredibly trendy right a now thing I know. I know like suddenly discovering wyoming is like oh look did you read that that kanye piece the piece about kanye oh, like yeah, in town like mm-hmm. the town that was taken over by kanye yep. um okay so yeah, RuPaul yeah. apparently fracks, and it's really RuPaul, funny because like, everyone everyone's quote, like, we reached out to RuPaul for comment, and he did not respond. Of course he didn't. Of course RuPaul did not respond. RuPaul's saying, praying for this to blow over, and guess what? It will. I know, and it will. Um, the but like the 2020 colon RuPaul fracks is like the fu- <laughs> is by far like the weirdest fucking thing that we've come across like amidst a like a, amid all of this bullshit right <laughs> here's here's my impression of RuPaul when he sees a shale gas drilling rig you better work no <laughs> oh no oh no play that off into an ad probably um You know, I've tried lots of things to get me to go to sleep in the past, you know, few years. Just a little bit of just a little bit of a push. You've got your melatonin, you got your various things, but I've found that of all the things, a little bit of C B D, a little bit of C B distillery, that's getting me goes a long that's way. That's getting me conked right out <laughs> and and sleeping through the night. It really is. I love C B distillery. They have not all their products are for sleep. Some That's are for true. relaxation. But like, I love the sleep ones. They say, shh. Those gummies they sent us, I was in a chill vibe all day when I took two of those. They're good ass gummies. <laughs> They're good ass gummies. No, you were. You were like, you were like, I took CBD earlier today and I feel chill. I'm like not operating heavy machinery on those things. You know what I mean? I'm in a good place. Heavy machinery? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> you said heavy machinery, which is good. I like that. I know what you meant. <laughs> CB Distillery's targeted formulations are made from the highest quality, clean ingredients. They all caps the clean, which means you know it's clean. No fluff, no fillers, just effective CBD solutions designed to help support your health. In two non-clinical surveys, 81% of customers experienced more calm, 80% said CBD helped with pain after physical activity, and an impressive 90% said they slept better with CBD. And I'm among those 90%. So if you struggle with a health concern and haven't found relief, make the change like we did to CB Distillery. And with over two million customers and a solid 100% money back guarantee CB Distillery is the source to trust. Hooligans have a 20% discount to get you started. Visit cbdistillery.com and use code WHO, W-H-O, for 20% off. That's cbdistillery.com code WHO cbdistillery.com Jared Leto was just on a 12-day silent retreat and he had no idea about the coronavirus. That's a lot of who energy. Crunch, crunch. There's really not much to say about this other than that it's funny, but his tweets. Let's read his tweets. It speaks for itself, slash, like, doesn't speak. You want to alternate? Get in. There are three. Yeah, you read first, and then I'll read. Wow. Twelve days ago, I began a silent meditation in the desert. We were totally isolated. No phone, no communication, etc. We had no idea what was happening outside the facility. Walked out yesterday into a very different world, one that's been changed forever. Mind-blowing, to say the least. 
I'm getting messages from friends and family all around the globe and catching up on what's been going on. Hope you and yours are okay. Sending positive energy to all. Stay inside. Stay safe. Yeah, the so. funniest thing about this to me, and it, mm-hmm. again, ultimately it's not very funny, but what's funny is that Jared Leto spent easily 10 grand, 15 grand on a week-long retreat, silent retreat. These things oh, are expensive. They cost money more least. than that, right? Right. So like you pay, you know, 15, 20 grand, let's say you get your your room and board, yoga, meditation. You have the whole thing set up. You're like, I got to reset. Right. I got to bring my my shit is too much vibration. I got to bring it down to zero. Okay, (laughs) you spend so much money. You come out of the vibration. You're ready. You're back to zero. You're you're on the the correct. But you're vibrating correctly. You're vibrating correctly. You're ready. To, you just spent $20,000 for literally like a nap, a long nap. Like you wake up, you're refreshed. You come out and immediately the whole thing is erased. The, <laughs> the entire work, all of that money is just down the drain. <laughs> That's true. That's really true. That to me is the greatest irony of something like this because you <laughs> invested so much in your health and wellness and like there is no way you're keeping your sanity even if you're Jared Leto meanwhile, and this happens. Meanwhile, the like the leaders of the retreat are like driving down the Route 66 in a convertible with like their bags of money they got from their the rich people <laughs> like flying out, out of the, the window being like, we did it! Like, woo, woo, woo! <laughs> We didn't let them talk for 10 days. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, next call. This call, I, I, almost have, so good. I almost have no comment, but can we just play this? No, there's no comment. Just play it. Hi, Who Weekly. Uh, sorry I keep on forgetting to call us in, but just saw your story about Noah Centineo calling live. Uh, and it reminded me that my friend very coincidentally had Thanksgiving dinner with him. Uh, and his girlfriend, <laughs> among other people. And the craziest thing that I learned was that his uh, girlfriend, who I think you've also talked about, wore uh, a crop top on Thanksgiving, <laughs> which, I mean, great for her, but I I can never imagine. Uh, anyway, bye. It's <laughs> a good call. That's a good call. First of all, I was like, what's wrong with wearing a crop top to Thanksgiving? And then I took a step back and thought, like, it's the holiday where you eat a lot and your your belly, like, pop, you know, it's like the what, you know, it's like you're, it's the most gluttonous mm-hmm. holiday. And mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, you're right. That's so fucking mm-hmm. weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's, they're definitely talking about that model that the, the, over the other oh, famous model. Oh, absolutely. That, that, that. Um, so I think we're done, right? We're, we're done, right? Right. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Who's There. Honestly, yeah. recording this makes the two of us feel so much better. Uh, I was going to say, it's like actually, it's you're actually like, my... oh, it's so, thank you so much. Da, da, da. It's like, we this is my appreciate coping the thank you. This makes us really happy to do. We love it. And it's our job. So we're, you know, we're very fortunate to be able to keep doing what we do in this situation. And A lot of people like, aren't. Just so, like, yeah. don't think this is selfless. This is not entirely selfless because this is making us feel so much better. Your calls make us feel better. We hope this makes you feel better. We're having a good time recording. It takes our mind off of stuff. Hope you're all doing well. Wash your hands. Social distance. Um, Hope you're all doing well. The faster you FaceTime group with your friends and have fun and actually take advantage of a little bit of downtime, the faster we can move on mm-hmm. now we're gonna sing imagine by john legend imagine should we do it <laughs> no, 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 no no imagine no can you imagine imagine's. though if we wait what's that? that i don't even know the lyrics imagine there's no heaven 
It's easy if you it's try. It's easy if you try. No man above us. Something above in us the only sky. sky. Imagine I'm not a boomer. I don't know the words to imagine. And <laughs> the world will be as one. You will say that. Hi, Lindsay Bobby. Long time, long time. I was just listening to the Rita segment and like barely got through the music when I realized. So like, you know, the Instagram you posted with the hand washing thing about how the Rita song is 20 seconds. I listen to all my podcasts at like 1.75 speed. So I've been singing the Rita song while I'm washing my hands and I have been fucking up. And if I die, it's on, it's on your hands. Just kidding. It's my own goddamn idiotic self fault. Crunch, crunch.